sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I'm Rio Wade. I'm Yvonne Owen. <laughs> yawning, <but> yawning. <laughs> I'm Tamara Wade, a.k.a. Mom. 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 So, last show, we talked about um, Expect- expectations. <laughs> um, and there was a lot encompassing that. But one of the things that I'm sure a lot of us can relate to is... Um, expectations for what your life is going to look like Mm -hmm. after you graduate high school because when you're in high school everything's planned out for you and then you think oh I'm going to get scholarship to a university go to university get a career get a job get a house have a family the end big man boom but there's a lot more to it um, than just graduating and then things happen once you get set free (laughs) from high school you're basically just like sitting in this universe of yeah. endless possibility. So that kind of, plus other stories that have been going on um, in my life, I told, that was also on the last show, right? About mm-hmm. um, talks I've had with my boyfriend recently about his friends and problems that we've been having. It all boils down to um, we're growing up. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically it. We're out of high school. We're going to be into our 20s here soon. Um, and there are things that you don't expect to happen or there mm-hmm. are decisions that you don't think about that you need to make after you graduate high school. And just basically overwhelming amount of of things and that you have to think about, do, decide. Um, so that's basically what we're going to try to do is try to decode and analyze this whole growing up nonsense because it's a pain in the ass yeah. and I it's very difficult. Your, I can hear your excitement. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I'm, you're like, it kind of makes it. me mad because I think about all of the people that aren't doing it correctly. And so they're like, I don't know what to do besides grab them by the neck and shake them because I'm like, do you realize you're not? You're not going to do it right if you don't pay attention <laughs> that this is an important, you know, process, an important time of your life. It's I know, Mom, important. you like to call it the bridge years because you're getting from your adolescence mm-hmm. to your adult life. And it's like the bridge from kid to adult. It's horrible. And you guys are standing right in the middle of it because you're, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to quote the Britney Spears song, I'm but you're... <laughs> oh my God! You're not a child anymore, but you're not really taken seriously as an adult just yet. Mm-hmm. And I definitely wish that wasn't the case, but it's the well, reality. It's true because obviously our brains aren't fully developed yet, so we're still we still have the you know Impulse. puberty hormonal <laughs> side of our brain, you know, making us a little bit not the clearest (laughs) and then also there is a new world of freedoms that we get to experience after high school because high school you're told what to do your class schedule is made for you same time same days blah 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 but then once you graduate there's so many options you can go to college what college do you go to what days do you take classes do you get a job do you get two jobs what kind of jobs do you get are you even going to go to college (laughs) Um, who do you want to live with? Are you trying to live on your own? Is that your goal? What's your goal? What's yeah. your What's the next week? I mean, you could do absolutely nothing, not go to work and not go to school and just sit around. Mm-hmm. Then what do you do? Like nothing. you, it, and I'm going to say literally, but you can literally <laughs> do anything in the world. You're free. 
That's you're free. It. You're free to roam about. You're technically an adult. Me out. Well, yeah, it, it's it overwhelming does. for most people. I think so. it's very overwhelming, I and like a lot of kids boundaries. get. <laughs> well, you well, can make boundaries for yourself. You can't. I think the thing is, is that like Rio was saying, when you're in high school, a lot of things are you're told to be here, you're told to do this. And is it possible for water to shock your teeth? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that just happened. Yeah, it hurts. Ow! You all right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like so cold on your teeth? No, it's not. It's, it's lukewarm water. Yeah. But, but it like had, shocked like, it. She had static electricity. Okay, sorry. Wow. That, that scared me a lot, actually. No, you're, you didn't have a, a heart attack. I know. You're like, fine. I just got transported <laughs> to another universe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, but what uh, Yvonne was saying, yeah, I think it's very overwhelming for a lot of kids because their whole lives have been kind of handed to them with regard to like where to be what to do like it wasn't like a transition it was like okay you're done here well yeah and your generation i want to speak to this because i think it's something i've observed and it really chaps my butt is <laughs> that a lot of a lot of parents um handhold their children through this process like there were a lot of kids oh lord have mercy um, parents in the Hang advisor on. let me finish room oh let me finish <laughs> what and let me get my soap box out i'm on it years old there are a lot of parents I witnessed taking their kids to college, signing them up. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Forcing them yeah. to take certain classes. What? Oh. What? So that's I'm, like I'm very sorry if you're one of those parents, but this is my opinion. I don't think that's good. I, I really mm -hmm. think that we should be giving our kids more opportunity to explore and even fail. Yeah, my mom was like, go and enroll in school. And I was, like, I was too, and Rio was so angry at me. Do you remember that? No, what? <laughs> I wouldn't fill out Rio's paperwork for FAFSA. Yeah, but that's that's not fair that's because different. you have to do it. Yeah. I don't know your social security that's number. That's the only thing my mom will do. Everything else, that's like, the only thing parents have to do. Yeah. And you didn't do it. I couldn't do it. And I, I was just, like, that literally, I cannot do it. I'm not allowed. That's not my information. And then you're like, now you have to do it on your own. I was like, facepalm. <laughs> I can't. Show me your files then for your <laughs> social security number and how much you made in your tax returns. Then I'll do it. But. That mean uh, that was a different thing taxes. because I don't know how to do all that. You, have you should to do, do a do show it. on how to file taxes because I really don't know. No, it's on the docket. It is when we get closer to tax time. Is it really? Oh, yeah. Cool, because I have no... Well, I think my mom's going to claim me this year because apparently if you... FAFSA, speaking of FAFSA, mm -hmm. if you're not 24, married, or have a child your parents still have to fill out your FAFSA. Yeah. Yeah, they what? do. Yeah, that's yes. what I was told in school. I was like, well, I'm I'm filing my own taxes here. She's like, it doesn't matter. If you're yeah. not married, if you don't have a kid, and you're under the age of 24, your parents still fill out your FAFSA. Once yep. you have a child, wow. once you get married, yep. once you're turned the age of 24, then you start doing yeah, it. Yeah, because even if you live that's on your crap. own, you file your own taxes, oh, yeah. you claim yourself, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Your parents' your income is still And I FAFSA. told my mom that, and she's like, then I'm just going to claim you then. Like, well, we're doing all this stuff, like teaching you how to do all this stuff for if I still have to do all, if I still have to do it anyways. Yeah. And so she's just going to That's why me. I don't get any money because it's still dependent on them. Yeah. And I'm like, but I live on my own and I pay for I my own I pay my rent. Blah, I do blah, blah. my stuff. They but don't nope. care. I'm it even says it in the not I'm acceptable excuses. Shocked. It's like living on your own, paying your own taxes, this and that. It's your parents died. It's not an excuse. Like there's like nothing that's an excuse. Rat besides bastards. married. My brother, the only reason my brother could do it is because he was, considered a um emancipated child oh. yeah and so that's the only reason that he interesting can yeah. sign his own fafsa under the age of 24 okay so, yeah so, we'll so fafsa is a different story <laughs> let's park that. sorry didn't know yeah, it's, it's you, yeah. yvonne and i just like go off like, like, yeah. let me tell you about <laughs> fafsa tell, yeah. it's an animal you. that needs team so Ugh. i guess we'll park that for another show <laughs> that makes me angry Please. but what but, i was gonna say when you were talking about uh, parents going and signing their kids up for college 
they're, they're in talking to the advisors. There's parents arguing with the advisors about placement for their kids. <laughs> it's it's like taking your child to go get a job. Like you don't yeah, do it's, that. That's Weird. how I see it. In that's my exactly head. how it is. Like, could you imagine? Can you come that? to my interview with? Like, I see kids asking their parents, "Can you no, like come to the parents? This will, room? I don't want to do it alone." The parents will come no. to no, their kids' work and be like, "Why didn't you give my kid enough hours? Or why did you write my kid up? Like that's, that's so unacceptable." Blah blah blah. And they're like 18, 19 years old you know how would you feel if i did that Rio? i would run if you're away. old enough to work <laughs> you're old enough to do it by yourself i would run away i would it's run away no it's appropriate. not only is it crippling okay. it's just embarrassing and it, it should be but i like i wanted like i was saying before though i've seen so many parents engage in this behavior and what it is doing it is damaging you guys in how you learn to grow up Yep. It, it's very important. If if you are going to grow up, you're going to have to learn how to fail. You're going to have to mm-hmm. learn how to stand on your own two feet. And you're going to have to learn what the what it is that you want to do in your life. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I know this one woman, and I think she's really lovely, but she wants her kid to be a certain way. Like, he, she wants him to take certain classes, and she signs him up for school, and then the kid fails every class. That's it's, not no. what he wants to do then. No. It's not going to be a good fit, and it's not going to end well. Yeah. And then you have kids that are crippled, like we were saying earlier, that they're always going to depend on their parents. Yeah. And someday their parents aren't going to be there, and you're going to have to do it on your own. You need to teach your kids. You need to teach your birdies how to fly. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for them I to fly. I think so. It's, I don't know. And I hate to be so harsh about it, but it's something that really just... Well, that's what this show's about. Grow up. <laughs> that's <laughs> what it parents is. Parents growing up and kids growing it up. It takes my breath away. Like, as a parent, I can understand. Like, I hate it when I see you guys suffer. Like, I hate it. Like, I have to go in my room and cry myself because... I can't handle it. Like, I want you to have everything. I want your life to be easy. But I can't do that for it's you. It's a disservice. Like, not, I, I need to let you guys struggle. You struggle to get those lessons learned. You can't teach us without Mm-mm. us struggling. But one thing else that irks my gears is I have friends whose parents still have a curfew and they're 20 years old. But are they well, living, living with at them? Home? They're paying rent and they're paying bills and they're helping out and their parents freak out if they're not home on time. And it bugs the crap out of That's, me. It's always interesting, like, what goes on in, like, each individual house. Like, for Rio and me, uh, we have a hard time with this because Rio is at the house right now where yeah. she's going to school. And we don't necessarily have a curfew, but it's an understanding that if you're going to be out too late, you probably need someplace else Don't to come sleep. home. <laughs> yeah. Because, no, well, that's the problem. He's not, they're not allowed to. They um, have to be home. It doesn't matter who, if it's a best friend if it's a girl it doesn't matter you have to be home i don't care who the person is mm-hmm. that's just like that's their rules yeah it's crazy it drives me nuts it, uh, it's a yeah but it, i can get understand because for, for parents like for me my perspective on that is that you know i have a professional job that i have to show up to every you know every day and the dog barks when she comes home and like there's some things yeah, that i, I that understand. makes sense yeah. i understand about that because you know, my husband's job, he has to be up at the crack of dawn. And if he doesn't get a night's sleep, then he's damaged the next day for mm-hmm. work. So I get it's a kind of a slippery slope when your adult children are living in, in your own circumstance, house. <laughs> he's not allowed to move out. Oh, that's they won't let him move out. That's and so it's like, what is he supposed to do? And it's just well, nuts. my opinion Get a job, earn your money, and move the Leave, hell out. Leave, yeah. It's yes. not their decision. It isn't. He's an adult now. And the thing that's like, I was like, I tell him all the time, I'm like, you're the oldest, so you're the one setting the, like, they can't say your older brother who stayed here until he was married, because you are the oldest brother. Like, you're setting up the rules for the rest of the family here, but he's just too, too respectful of his parents to care. But for now, we're going to take a break. Um, keep it right here. You're listening to the 
voice in America empowerment, empowerment channel. channel, and we are the Paper Hope Next, Next Generation. Generation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's painful. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Join us every week for Paper Hope Next Generation. This is a program for all women, regardless of age, who want to connect and start having real conversations about tough subjects. None of our topics are off the table. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics that impact women with specific focus on relationships, family, community, and self. Join Paper Hope Next Generation live every Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hope that you will be a part of the conversation. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I'm Rio Wade, and today we are talking about growing up, and we got a little ranty before the break about adult <laughs> childs <laughs> living at home. Um, the 20-somethings that are at home during school and the agreements they have with the parents or the owners of the house and how that can be kind of a slippery slope. But that's a conversation to have with them, it's yeah, not really it's, it's definitely mm-hmm. an individual yeah. basis. Household rules are not something yeah. that we can really preach on because can't. To you each can't. Their families own. own yeah. Yep, everyone's got their own backgrounds and 
Yeah. Can't. The thing with me that prompted me to get so fired up about this whole growing up thing is I guess I'll just kind of do a recap about um, my my little boyfriend over here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He has had friends for a long time. They've always been his friends, but he moved away um, for some school stuff and then got into some bad stuff, drugs, drinking, yada, yada, the whole like, you know, getting arrested for like selling and like some really bad stuff. And then he comes back and his friends are all into the same stuff too. So they get together and they're just like, they think weed's really cool and they think drinking's really cool and they're like badasses and they drive around in their cars, blah, blah, blah. Um, He, when I met him, the reason, well, when I re-met him, I met him freshman year and then I liked him and then I met him again after senior year and then I liked him. But the reason that I liked him was because he had a plan for his life. Mm -hmm. He, you know, I'm going to school to get my, you know, degree in criminal justice and then I'm going to the police academy and I'm going to be a cop. That's always what I wanted to do. Um, He had a job. Well, he still has the job, 40 hours a week, steady paycheck, blah, blah, blah. But recently, or not too long ago, it started being, well, I don't have any money, so I can't go to the movies with you. I'm like, what? You make three times as much money as me, and I'm paying for your movie ticket? Um, all right. Uh, all right, okay. Um, oh, yeah, my friends are doing coke now. Oh. Um, Always scary. I have to inject my friends with steroids. Oh. Um, what? <laughs> These are very serious yeah. things. Yeah. Serious touchy scary business yeah hey how come you're not in school yet oh i'll start next semester i feel like this story is all too common like i I just i see you baby bears on facebook and i see what's going on and i i i wonder and that's why this show like how how when at what point in your life at what age do you look at yourself in the mirror and go okay it's time for me now to make some decisions and that honestly it changes from person to person and like that specific like moment of realization like oh i, I get need to it, grow up it, it's it like, seems so counterintuitive to me that yeah. your friends are doing drugs well and How, like bad drugs well not, not e- yeah but not even like they're illegal i mean yeah. like and, and i don't mean to be preachy because i have my own feeling about like marijuana and stuff but i think that like yeah. it's illegal right now yeah and so when it's illegal you shouldn't do it yeah and you should stay away from it if you have a vision for your future yeah mm-hmm. because and you'll get caught the kid that we were talking about yeah. last week yeah. he's a good kid but you know what he got caught with possession of marijuana and and his life took a turn and it could have ended up really badly yeah. mm-hmm. but that was was so confusing to me because meeting him off the bat i mean he comes from a very nice family he's a really sweet ambitious kid and i was like what is going on like why why are you starting to throw your life away like he wasn't doing the hard drugs he wasn't doing the steroids but he was hanging out with these people and not you know, holding up, quote, his end of the bargain, like, for his life. Because I'm mm-hmm. not one to be like, oh, you have to do this, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, well, my life, I'm going to school, and I'm getting my degree, and I have my future. And I liked that your future was similar to my future, and that's why I liked you and why yeah. we're dating and all this and that. And I'm like, if that's if Changing. you want to go down the road with your friends, that's not my life. <laughs> I would prefer you not. I would like you to get your head out of your ass and stay with me and, you know, say what you wanted to do and actually do it. Um, but it just kind of, it halted him into kind of thinking what was going on. And basically the underlying thing was, it was peer pressure and it was the fear of, of being judged to be uncool, essentially is what it was. And to me, that's very immature. So there was a little lack of growing Mm -hmm. here that was causing him to not, you know, hold up his, his bargain that he made to himself, basically. Mm -hmm. 
And so tough, you know, and I see it again too much where peer pressure is what's determining these decisions. Yeah. And like I said, it's very immature. It's a very, because in high school you're, you're stuck with these people and it's a little bit different in my eyes. I'm not necessarily justifying, you know, conforming to certain groups of people, but it's a little bit more expected just because you're stuck with these people from day to day and it's the same people and it's kind of like a survival tactic right. I feel I was like teenagers say that. It's adapt really, to. It's really difficult to kind of stand out on your own when there's yeah. so much pressure. You kind of have to like blend in a little Fake bit to it a get little by bit. and mm-hmm. I understand that. Not but saying that it's like the best thing in the world but it's it happens. If it's leading into like your adulthood like my ex-boyfriend who's still into doing drugs and going nowhere with his life working at McDonald's like what like, how do you not see, and I, it was hard for me because, like, I want to verbalize to him, you're not doing what you should do. Like, he had these big aspirations to be a big baseball player, and he still could if he put his mind to it, but he's like, I can't. Like, yeah. I can't do that. Why? Why can't you stop doing drugs? Why can't you grow up? And, like, yeah. they don't want to. They don't want to. And well, no they don't how know you how. Voice it, like, some people know how, and they have resources and people to help them get there, but they don't use it. They choose not like, to. That's yeah. a frustrating they, That's when they have part. to just reach their right. own rock bottom to get there, and it's so frustrating mm. for us on the outside who want to support them and be yeah. there for them. And it's just like the manners of taking care of that and the right way to kind of convince them that so, so what a better you, life for them, I guess. Aside from peer pressure, like what do you think is going on internally with, with young people today? It's scary to, yeah, to make those decisions and to put yourself out there and vulnerable. That was something else that him and I were talking about. It's a, it's a vulnerable thing to be yourself and act the way you want because the way he is, and, and we talked about it, and the, the conclusion was I am a social person. I am polite. I mm-hmm. do have manners. Mm-hmm. I do have aspirations to be someone and do good for my life. But if my friends saw me Mm-hmm. acting that way, being respectful towards people and being social with people that I necessarily won't get along with, they're going to come at me and call me a douchebag. And they're going to come at me and, the and call me uncool right. and this and that. But it's hard. It's vulnerable oh, to yeah. be like, we can't be friends anymore because I want to be nice to people and be a cop and you're doing drugs. <laughs> I can't. So doesn't is really it, mix. Is it really a straightforward conversation like that or does someone no. just back just away? It kind of wanes off. Like, yeah. you can't hang out right now or you can't yeah. do this and eventually they just yeah. stop asking and it's kind mm-hmm. of a slow fade i guess right yeah. slow fade. i yeah. really am on board with the slow fade <laughs> like slow it's hard fade. to do and i think a lot of times with people growing up they're afraid it's not that they're afraid they're they don't want to go through their process yeah like, that's kind of where i'm stuck it right now sucks. like i'm doing it but like it sucks because i want to just drop everything and just go to school get everything over with but i have bills to pay so i have to work full time yep. and go to school part time and it's so frustrating because i just want to do it like i just want to be doing it and be good and be happy and you don't yeah and i oh, so frustrating. I, I get the impatience of it all but there's beautiful things to find along the way yeah like for instance i look at your situation and i think the discipline of working and going to school and putting off your goal and mm-hmm. actually doing the right thing to get there is going to serve you longer and or serve yeah. you better in the long run yeah it just depends on what you want for your life i feel like yeah you need to you need to realize that you're not necessarily growing up and find help or just do it. <laughs> no. just do well, it. I think, too, there's a generational issue going on. Yeah. And I go back to, like, my generation and think, I couldn't wait to embrace mm-hmm. my adulthood. Mm-hmm. Like, I-, I dreamt about it when I was in high school. I had a paper out at age 12. I was earning money. Like, I just couldn't wait to be an adult and be on my own. So I graduated in May and moved out of my house in June. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and I just couldn't I couldn't wait to embrace my own decisions and be my own person. And I don't know what's different about 
your generation if they don't see that that's a possibility? Well, I just think that you have you personally have a different character than most. Yeah. I feel like that's your something that people should strive to be, but that's not the majority. I definitely oh, think I, you're an outlier. I am definitely an outlier. Yeah. Um, so, but even in like kids my age, I saw them going away to college and and doing like grown up things. There weren't a lot of people living with their parents. I back do in see my day. like people. Yeah like from our senior class that have done that and have gone places, gone outside the country yeah. doing all these things. But then there's the other majority that kind of isn't as noticed that isn't. Like I'm sure there's a high majority of people from your generation too that just didn't do things and they're just not as noticed because they didn't go out there and thrive and they don't have yeah. these like stories to tell because they didn't. They don't rather, ha- they'd rather they don't have the resources or the um drive to do it and so it's kind of you had that drive that people like thrive to have but just don't and they kind of in the midst of trying to find it I don't know they're stuck in these ruts you it's funny because you try to blame it on media but then you think if there's such an increase in media why aren't stories being shared of these people that do something nice for their life and do this and that I have an opinion on that I think it's focus what are you focusing on are you focusing on folks like Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton who are overnight famous for not doing anything of value and I see a lot of quote celebrity culture in your generation where people are like I'm going to be famous for famous what What does does that that mean mean? well because people that we we view as famous and we label as famous did nothing so they're like well I'm gonna do do nothing nothing and still get recognized for being amazing totally gonna share what i wrote in my journal the other night because a couple nights ago i was like this is like really vulgar not really vulgar but like i was like tired of like how am i gonna get to school like i was like i just want to go to school i want to go to la and just have the money to do it i was like i might as well just be a stripper like (laughs) i want to be a stripper i can make a lot of money being a stripper i can do all this stuff and i was like i don't care if i'm exploiting my body but at least i'm making the money for it and then my next post, I was like, what the hell was I thinking? I was like, why would I want to be a stripper? My goal in life is to be an inspiration to people. And am I, do I really want to be an inspiration to young girls by taking my clothes off for money? Is that really the kind of morals and the kind of like thing I want girls to look up to that, oh, I, I can get what I want by selling my body? Mm-hmm. That's just completely the wrong mm-hmm. journey. I was like, I need to go through the hard work. I need mm-hmm. to go through the steps to do this and be the role model that they need to see in life because there are so many people that are taking their clothes off or famous for having sex or something whereas they need the positive role models and I needed to focus on being a positive role model even though it kind of sucks in the even though kind of sucks to get there on that note let's take a quick break (laughs) Um, this is the Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. 
follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I am Creole Wade. And today we're kind of getting a little feisty about the topic um, growing up because all of us have had pretty close experiences recently, me and Yvonne anyways, about um, like peers or friends or loved ones or whatever going through the transition between adolescent and adult and watching people basically trip and fall because (laughs) they don't know how to essentially grow up. And we're kind of trying to decide why that's even happening. Why is this generation so different from, say, mom's generation with a lack of ambition or a lack of of desire to do good for themselves? And it's just kind of an overall theme of, like, why do people not care? I think it's interesting, too, that I've noticed, like, during the time that you were in school and even with Lindsay, too, like, the difference between when I was in school, because when I was in school, you were taught how to compete in a healthy way. Yeah. You were on a sports team, you won or you lost. And it was based on the, the you know, the skill of the team and yeah. and how you were coached. And, and we were okay with that because I tell this story all the time that I was on a team that lost every game. Yeah. And we still showed <laughs> up to practice and we still worked really hard and we still felt very proud about our efforts. And I attribute that to the coaching that went on because we well, never yeah. felt like losers, even right. though we lost. And I've been on teams that won and that yeah. felt great too. Mm-hmm. But now I see the kids... Don't get to fail. And yeah, everyone's know, a winner. Failing. Everyone is not a winner. They're not a winner, <laughs> no, but that's they're so scolded true. for... Not scolded, but if you're not winning, you need to work on how to win. Like, it's... It teaches yeah. life You need to skills. win in life, you know? You can't mm-hmm. just lose in life and be okay with it. <laughs> no, like, I, that's what I don't understand. People are thinking that it's promoting this and that, but it's really... I feel like it's hurting we need to. We need to learn how to compete in a healthy way and not compete... And I think the goal is to be okay with losing, yep. but not settle for losing. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't have to mm-hmm. live on it. Like you lost, get up. You need to strive for the win, like, but don't destroy yourself if you lose. Exactly. Use it as like a learning lesson and kind of see, okay, mm-hmm. what went wrong there? Get back up. Yeah. Let's try again. Like do something else. Modify it. Because mm-hmm. I see a lot of kids in your generation that are afraid and absolutely paralyzed to even try because yeah. of yeah. the fear, of, fear failing. of failing. Yeah, they're yeah. afraid to suck. Yeah. They don't realize that there's people there in most circumstances. There's people, people there to pick them up if they need help to help mm-hmm. like 
refocus the them and how help them you, out, but they're not taking advantage of those resources. Yeah, how do you expect to grow if you don't ever, quote, Try. get anything wrong? Exactly. You, know? you can't. Like, if you can't you just get, win your way through life. It you can't work that way. fill out a test and have all the answers wrong and then get 100 and then you never learn the right answer. Exactly. You're just going to be ignorant your whole life, and that is the most annoying thing on the planet. <laughs> ignorant ass people. <laughs> we are very feisty today. I don't know what. I think I'm sleepy and my caffeine yeah. fell off, so I'm just like, Bleh. But I, I don't know. I would like to encourage children that maybe if you find yourself in an environment where you're not getting these opportunities to compete and to fail and to strive again, that maybe you generate that for yourself, whether mm -hmm. that's on a sporting team or a club that competes somehow. But, you know, especially when you're in high school, learning these skills and learning how to deal with defeat and learning how to deal with, you know, fortitude and moving forward. Um, these are things that you're going to help you cross that bridge into yeah. your adult life because your parents are going to be there for you, but they have their own lives too, Yeah, you know? And I think part of the fun part about being a parent is watching your children succeed. At least it was in my parents' generation. Yeah, My parents instilled in me and they were like, we can't wait to see you succeed, Tamara. We can't wait to see what you and your brother build for yourselves. And it's our job to make you more successful than we are even successful. I feel like though in your generation, it was very hands-on parenting and our generation very it's very tv hands-on parenting yeah, here watch little that. einsteins for 10 hours and that'll learn you up that's what i feel like is happening exactly so happening. from the start you were put into a social life environment mm -hmm. where as a kid even an infant you started to the cogs started to move as to how your what your place is in society mm -hmm. and now i feel like there's so many screens we have no interaction with actual people in society that when it comes time to grow up we're like whoa actual people actual life yeah, scenarios like mm -hmm. why can't i just watch my little educational video and figure yeah. it out you know, so yeah. people just stop because they they haven't been taught from the get go how to handle these types of transitions. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. I 100%, think it's, I, I would like agree with that. The main contributor, but I feel like it is a contributor. Mm -hmm. It's my speculation, anyways. It. I would definitely agree with that observation. And as a parent, again, like you said, my mom and dad. You know, I was involved in horseback riding. Yeah. I was on sporting teams. Yeah. Um, Very hands on. I was taught how to shake a hand, yep. look a person in the eye. Yep. And um, not anymore. And I, you got disciplined if you disrespected those things. I not only got disciplined by my parents, I got disciplined by the whole tribe. Right. Everyone and that's in the, another losing that's, I know. tradition. Everyone in my neighborhood knew if I had done something bad. Mm -hmm. and every, I, You don't get to knew. eat dessert. You can't go yeah. to Sally's house and eat dessert. You can't nope. eat dessert at your own house. Nope, because everybody knew. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that we do that enough anymore. We're not We're not raising our children in a community mm -mm. environment. We're very I don't silent. I my neighbors. I think the other thing that really upsets me is that there's a lot of competition with parents about their children. Yeah. And my kid's yeah. an honor student Foolish. with a GPA how they're of raising 17. Children. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Like I see people that are like think I guess it is kind of that they think they're better than other people like the way yeah. that they're doing their things like there's someone I know that's pregnant and they are just like oh I I don't do that I eat yeah. this way and you're only supposed to eat for one person I'm like look if I was pregnant I'll eat the whole like hamburger <laughs> place all right like I don't care I'm pregnant like I'll do what I want I'll, it's not affecting the way I'm raising my kid right now like and that like mindset like is Honestly, it's not only going to probably hinder the kid, it's going to hinder them when they feel like they failed. Like, it's this mindset, like, I have to be perfect. Perfection. And then this perfectionism is not going to 
be what they think it's going to be and it's going to smack them right in the face. I think it goes back to celebrity. I feel yeah. like yeah. everyone's trying to be the celebrity and it by competing for the wrong reasons, competing f- for the attention. showing off your mm-hmm. your child who is a person is mm-hmm. like the last yeah. last ditch effort to like be noticed for being better than everyone but, else. Yeah. It's like How about being same. better than yourself? Like that's what I feel mm-hmm. is gone. Yeah. I love that saying and uh, my very good friend Monica Avalos always says it. It's you against you. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's you against you. And if you can keep that in focus, how can... Oh, go ahead. No, it's, it's after. <laughs> okay. Well, you know applying this to like growing up and being in high school and, and some of the things that kids are affronted with, if you know that it's you against you, you're going to make better decisions. Like for instance, with Rio and her grades, I, I didn't focus on her grades. She didn't I, even know I, I didn't what really my grades know. were or what classes I was taking. No, was because I to told me. her at a very young age, and I've told Lindsay this as well, that your grades belong to you. Yeah. They are a reflection of your effort. Mm-hmm. They do not reflect me in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. So if you go to school or you don't go to school when you get older and you can make the choice to ditch, mm-hmm. that has no reflection on me as a person. This right. is yeah. about you. And your future and what you're going to get out of it. Giving me that responsibility at a young age, it it lets your kid think for themselves as opposed to when parents are too hands-on when it comes to grades and stuff and they check it all the time. It kind of like the kids just back off because they're like, well, you're going to school for me, so I don't really <laughs> have to do anything anyways. Or you have to, yeah, but yeah. Or if you give them like the little bit of leeway and the responsibility, if they do fail, they're still at home and they can be nurtured and like taught how to fix it next time whereas Mm -hmm. these kids are nurtured 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 and then they never know they fail and they think it's all over like you know for real too like when she would come home with like a bad test score or something there was no punishment yeah except for me being so sad no speech no anything that i could say or do that was going to be worse than what she was doing to herself oh my god it's the i same beat way. myself up so badly when i got like a b oh a we were like identical my mom's just like okay like it's yeah, a b yeah she would have you. to take me out to ice cream i would have to like try and pick her spirits <laughs> yeah. up because she would be so distraught about the bad grade yeah. so it was actually it it worked in the way that it needed to work and i, well, I wish yeah. that we as parents could do that more for our children and i i want to say i do understand like i was saying in another segment you don't want to see your kids struggle you don't want to see them suffer but i think it's really selfish when parents intervene too much oh, it's, yeah. it's a slippery slope well i feel like the the independence that was instilled with me and yvonne by you know making our grades you know our own self-important my yeah. room was always clean because it was my own mm-hmm. room having that that thought process begin at an early stage and not having the parents be the ones to basically do school for their kids so they just stop thinking I feel like is the only reason that we are handling the tra- the transition mm-hmm. between adolescent and adulthood so well is because we've been through it before yeah we've been. these you other did. kids that are tripping and <laughs> we falling haven't grew. been through we it we made before. a mini bridge you yeah. Rio had a mini bridge when she was in third grade and I'm so Screw third grade. Oh my so God. Third grade. <laughs> I, I have go to do You have no Screw idea. Like, okay, Screw so it. I not only am having like a visceral reaction she's, to this. She's having a great old no, time. No, 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 Rio. Like, I'm laughing because of how proud I am of you. Like, <laughs> you don't even know. Like, I would cry. Like, I was like, God, please, you know, let this be the right decision. Because in third grade, Rio got asked to be in honors, and and only a handful of kids did. And so you had to switch classes. You had multiple in the teachers. Middle of the year. Yeah, in the middle of the year, 
I'm eight years old. And so navigating this real cried at night. Every Mom, night. why do I have to have multiple teachers? Every other kid, they, why have, me? They, they only have one. And like we night after night after night of this. And I, I would go and coach her and be like her cheerleader. I'm like, I know you can do it. It sucks right now, but it's going to be like, good. I have to read this whole book in a night. I'm a slow reader. And, and then I, I don't know my times tables because they took me out of class too early. I don't know. Blah, and then blah, I would blah. go into my room and cry. Because I would be like, I hate, I hated seeing her suffer. I just knew, I knew that this was the right place. And, you know, we were talking about this at break. When is the right time to like push in as a parent and back off? Well, and, and there's that, like the deal breaker drugs, this and right. that. But well, that's not one of them. But even in this case, Rio, there was a point in time that I would let you suffer. And then yeah. I would pull the, pull, pull the plug and put well, her back. Well, I did it for enough time. I cooked mm-hmm. enough in your suffering pot. it's time to put me on ice she baked me off and she's like yeah maybe not i know so it is a balance it's very hard to be a parent i'm not i'm not trying to minimalize the effort in any mean whatsoever yeah but there's certain things that parents can do to help the transition of growing up better for the kid i agree i agree let's get into that more on the other side of the but for now let's take a break I'm Yvonne Allen. This is the Paper Hope <laughs> Next Generation on the on the Voice America oh, Empowerment my. Channel. TV from the other video content providers on the internet. Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program. <laughs> Paper Hope Next Generation we, we on the West American Channel. I'm hungry. 
Whoa, I just got real tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm real weight, obviously, if you can't tell by my enthusiastic voice. Um, <laughs> today we are talking about growing up, oh. and I need to grow up and get over myself and <laughs> snap out of this. Um, we kind of went on another rant this last segment about um, scolding parents a little bit about, um, you know, hands-on parenting and allowing kids to fail at an early age while still being there to be the net if they fall. But yeah. at the same time, you know, Yvonne and I's grades were our responsibility. Our rooms kept keeping clean was our responsibility. And we grew up knowing what it felt like to have to transition. Yeah. Like we were telling the story mm-hmm. about me being in, into honors in third grade. I went from normal classes to being put in this new situation that I had no clue how to handle it. And I was just so overwhelmed and stressed. But the right balance of letting it be known that it was my responsibility versus being there for me when I needed help, I was able to to basically like handle the stress. Mm-hmm. And so when it came time to go from high school to college, I kind of already knew what that felt like, mm-hmm. and I knew what it felt like to come out of it and mm-hmm. be successful. Yep. So I, mm. for me, differently than maybe kids that didn't have that growing up, I was able to, what is that called? When you just like take a beating? To you endured it. Yeah. You, en- yeah. And you dug deep and you fortified yourself for future experiences. And that to me is key. Yeah. But I'm not saying that it was a walk in the park. And I'm not saying that no, out of high school, I didn't have a hiccup because mom and I did have hiccups. We fought so badly <laughs> about freedoms and this and that, that I actually had to move to my father's house for a period of time. <laughs> and then from there, went to my own house and then had to do that whole transition away from parents. <laughs> But um, I, I like that story a lot because, you know, when I was a young warthog, I had this vision, and I think this happens to parents a lot, and, you know, we all are on the same team. I know I've been bitching a lot, but I had this vision for my daughters. I knew I was going to have children. I knew I was going to have girls. And as you know, with Paper Hope, I wrote all my stuff in my journals <laughs> because my mom gave me that mother's curse. She said, one day, Tamara, you will have a daughter, and she will be just like you, and then you will know (gasps) how hard it is to be your mom. (laughs) Insert door slam. So I took the time to write every day in my journals for years, and I knew that I was going to hand them to my daughter so that they could see that I remembered what it was like to be a teenager. So I had this hypothesis. I'm going to be relatable. They're going to love me. They're going to know. We're we're going to hold hands and skip skip off into the sunset. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Ha! It's not. <laughs> it wasn't. Um, Rio and I still fought. We still, I, I, I liken that period of time to some of the deepest heartache I've ever had in my life. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> nope. But it, sorry. No, 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 don't be sorry. I'm grateful for the experience and I'm grateful that we were able to come out of it on the other side. And I think that's important for parents to, to know and to hear. Even, even with the intention I set for her and I to get out of that tumultuous time, you know, intact and all in one piece, it didn't work. I I think growing up is just that way. Yeah. I feel like that transition is always going to be hard, even with the right tools. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be some hiccups. And I feel like the problem is kids our age going through that transition don't realize how much it's going to affect them. And they're Mm -hmm. like, I got this. I know. I'm prepared. I can do it. Similar to me, you know, I'm prepared. I'm pretty Mm -hmm. much as prepared as it's going to get, but I still, you know, tripped and fell did like the party thing and this and that, everyone's going to do it. And I think that's Mm -hmm. something that parents and kids alike have to realize that that's going to happen. The problem with that, though, is I've had an experience with a friend recently who we stopped being friends. And we Mm. were 
thickest thieves. Like us three, me and Summer and this person, we're like BFFs till death do us part. Like we, the bond we had was amazing. And then things started to happen. And I liken it to if anyone's ever seen like the third Spider-Man when he gets that goo dropped on him and then he turns into like black, cocky, mean like Spider-Man. Spi- well, that's right. That's how you used to yeah. refer to this kid. Yeah. And so I was like, <laughs> he, was he started Spider-Man. like... Usually he's the sweetest kid and he would like, you know, pay for everything. Very believed in chivalry till the end, even though he wasn't like courting us. He was just respectful and nice. He started like leaving me stranded with a broken car battery with nowhere to go to go hang out with his other friends. And then ditching Summer at like an event that they were going to go to and then going the next day with somebody else. Like these things that weren't really in his character. And I was like, I'm not going to be friends with you. Screw you. I was like, I've had enough people in my life already. You know, I've lost them to this growing up transition. They've already fallen off the edge and I don't want to be around them during this, you know, transition. They're going to party. They're going to do drugs. And I don't really want to do that right now. I'll do that some other time. So I was like, we're not friends anymore. And that lasted two years. I held the grudge for those actions for a long, long time. Again, part of my growing up process is I wasn't, I didn't have the capability to be level-headed enough to, like, deal with that with my friends. So that's another thing that happens. But we're friends again, and we talked, and he didn't, he was in denial for a long time. We fought about why we were fighting. We were, like, (laughs) arguing, well, I wasn't friends with you because this, this, and this. Well, I wasn't friends with you, this, this, and this. And he was like, well, you need to say sorry. And I was like, what am I sorry for? I'm like, he's like, well, you changed. You started, like, hanging out with bad people and this and that. I was like... Yeah, when you, when you get out of high school, <laughs> you change. You, you do different things than I'm in not high sorry school. Sorry for changing. Yeah, so I was like, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not going to apologize for that. And he's like, Well, this and that. And then he came to the conclusion that he did the same thing. Like he was doing different stuff, hanging out with different people. And he kind of just sat there and stared off into space. And I was like, You can blame it on whatever you want, but that tra- transition out of high school affects everyone mm-hmm. in one way or another. Yeah. And he's like, no, it doesn't. I was the same. I never changed. I was like, bullshit. You changed and everybody knows it. Yeah. And we started naming off all the instances that he was acting like that. And he's like, well, I had a lot going on. And I was like, so did I. And I was like, I moved out of my house. I broke up with my boyfriend. I did this, this, and this. And he's like, oh, I understand. So it, he was in denial that that transition took a toll on his life. Yeah. It takes a toll on every aspect of your life. Everyone in your life. Everyone in your life. And I think maybe if people listening can get anything out of this ranty show that we've <laughs> been offering to you, is that growing up, this bridge year that you're going, or bridge years that you're going to be on from high school into your adult life, it's going to be a bumpy ride. Yeah. Yeah. I would say for the most part, I've not. Have you heard of anyone not <laughs> having a bumpy ride? Oh, no, right. perfect. No. Have you heard of anyone? I out? I can't think of one example of somebody that graduated high school and had smooth sailing from then until now. <gasps> Doesn't happen. Nope. Okay. No, nope. I'm just checking. And if no. there's anyone listening that's had a smooth sail, I'd like to know about it. Holla at me because I want your formula. Yeah, we'd like to know what the formula is. There's always some bump no matter who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Even even in mine, as I ran to meet my adult life, the bumps and bruises that my family and I incurred. Mm -hmm. Growing up ain't no joke. But there are obviously ways to make it less painful for everyone involved. Communication, I think, is key. Yeah. And awareness. And and I Mm -hmm. feel like with, with... fighting with parents i think separation is mm-hmm. a big thing i've everybody that i've talked to that has fought with their parents during that transition that has moved out somewhere else 
and then relived with their parents or whatever, they work it out. Right. This time apart allows them to calm down. For me, mm-hmm. like, it wasn't even just, like, my mom. It was my brother and my sister. Like, when yeah. we were, when they were reaching that age where they were growing oh, up yeah. and I was still younger than them because I was the youngest, we didn't get along. Yeah. I fought with them. I We hated each other. I they seemed like a foreign They seemed like a jerk. Yeah. Like, and now that you? Yeah, now that like, we all kind of passed that bridge, we all live together now, and it's, like... It's lovely. I mean, we had, like couple like issues but that's because we all are different styles of people living yeah. in one place but we are closer mm-hmm. now and we were closer living apart than we had ever been yeah. before because we had our own space and we still have our own space and responsibilities that we just it works a lot better now so time I really, apart i i agree with that and i wish that there was something for children to do during we were fortunate enough that um and that sounds really odd to I say. Have that, <laughs> I'm fortunate that you guys are divorced. <laughs> I can go hang out with my dad. We had space <laughs> okay. for you to go and be in a safe environment yeah. and, and have that. I know of a lot of kids that do couch surfing yeah. during yeah. this time. It's, it's sketchy. It is sketchy. But it, 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 it helps in the yeah. realizing that your family's not there to hurt you. Like you, you love them, you need them. Mm-hmm. It's just Can that you, transition. It's it's like you're evolving from mm-hmm, like a mm-hmm. Pikachu to a Raichu. It's just the like most <laughs> the most important thing painful. you get out of it is communication. Well, okay, let's do a Twilight example here. When she transitions from a human to a vampire, like that scene where she's in her head breaking oh, yeah. bones, screaming, everything's happening. That's what's happening. But then you emerge. Somebody Stronger, that you want to be better, a beautiful yeah. sparkling white thing yeah. <laughs> that runs really fast. And yeah, runs fast and eats people. Yeah, <laughs> so that sounds great. So that's basically what happens <laughs> scientifically. Anyway, any other advice that you can offer up for this terrible time? Well, um, I don't want to say terrible either because it can't. I, I guess that's have to be something I want to leave with too. It doesn't have to be terrible. It's Just realize that it's a transition stage and you're mm-hmm. going to get out of it and you're not going crazy. Everyone thinks the way you're thinking right now. And yes, it is as hard as it seems. It is as hard as it seems. <laughs> I don't hard. think it's terrible, but I do think it's hard. Yeah, very hard. And you can't discredit yourself for going through it either. You mm-hmm. have to be proud of yourself mm-hmm. for being able to pull yourself out of it. One mm-hmm. tip I got one time that's it's a quote that I'll never forget is even in our hardest, like we breathe 24-7. Like it's how we live. Like you have to inhale, exhale. Like it's not something you think about doing. You just do it. But in like the hardest times when like things are crashing down, you completely forget how to breathe. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. every chance you get, just take a deep breath and know that's going to happen. You're going to get through it and just, and you'll be good. Beautiful. Breathe. Beautiful. I like it. I like Beautiful. it a lot. Any other thoughts on growing up? Um, nope, it sucks. Um, <laughs> it's it's like it. teething. It's like teething. It's yeah. going to happen. Migraines. <laughs> cut gums. <laughs> work. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to suck. But you'll, you'll get through <laughs> it. You'll do it. Yeah. Well, I believe in you. I think we've run out of time. So if you guys were listening and had an opinion about what we were saying, I definitely want to hear from you. Our email is info at paperhope.com. You can reach us on Facebook at Facebook backslash paperhope. We're on Instagram and the Twitter. And I definitely want to hear your opinion because we did get a little ranty. And I'm sorry about that. Yeah, girl. I'm pretty passionate. Mm. All I right, put my so- I put my soapbox away. Bye. No, you have to <laughs> try. You don't get to Uh, to skip out. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. You've been listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We are the Paper Hope Empowerment. Nope. (laughs) We are the Paper Hope um, (laughs) Next Generation. Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne. (laughs) Bye. Happy Rio. Are you happy? Yeah. Bye. 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 Hey. 
today. Thanks for listening to Paper Hope Next Generation. Be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week. And we hope to see you again next Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Bye for now. 